I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to this bonus edition of the Media Podcast. I'm Matt Deegan. This week I went to the Radio Academy Festival, which took place at News UK in London Bridge and had a great selection of sessions looking at radio and audio, often through this year's theme of redefining talent. There was a great session from Kerrang Radio's breakfast presenter Sophie Kay talking about smashing through barriers and breaking the mould as a woman in the male-dominated world of rock radio. I thought it had lots of implications, whether you're in TV, advertising, journalism, social media, you name it. So we asked the Radio Academy whether we could send it to you as a special podcast. They kindly agreed. So here it is. As presenter of The Breakfast Show on Kerrang! Radio, Sophie Kay is at the forefront of the rock scene. She also presents on Absolute Radio. She's a TV presenter, a journalist and podcast host. She has the squeakiest shoes ever, but she's had to work hard to get where she is. So with Breaking the Mould, it's Sophie Kay. Thank you so much. My shoes are ridiculously squeaky. Um, I'm Sophie Kay and... I was asked to speak to you about overcoming adversity and breaking the mould. And so maybe I should start like back. I spent my puberty years growing up in Uganda, in East Africa. And I did a radio show out there from the age of 12. So I've always wanted to do radio. And when you live in somewhere like Uganda, there's no rules. There's no, you have to be liking this because you're a woman. You have to dress like this. You have to be in this type of music because of your skin colour. And so when I came to the UK, or back to the UK, and decided to be a rock presenter, I thought, if I work hard enough, I'll be able to make it. In the world of alt-rock and metal, a world that actually is very, very difficult to break into, no matter who you are. And I started by doing all the usual things. I started an online channel. I was doing bits and bobs of work here and there, trying to create my own content. And I'll never forget the day I got my first ever audition for a huge job. There was a panel of celebrity judges, and it was going really well. I was like, I've got this in the bag. I've got presenting experience. The crowd are chanting my name. And it got to the end, and they chose someone else. And I asked, why? And somebody said to me, because you don't look like a rock fan. And at first, I was really naive. And I was like, what do they mean I don't look like a rock fan? I'm the only one in like a metal t-shirt. I'm the only one who knew the band and knew all the information. And then it clicked. Okay, I'm a woman. I'm black mixed. And yeah, 
this isn't so much of that. And they had basically told me that rock audiences wouldn't accept me. But here's the thing about me, and I'm sure a lot of people who have been held back in their life will tell you, don't piss me off. Because when you do, I have a point to prove. And so what I did is... I went and I studied every single magazine. I studied, I listened to every radio show. I watched every YouTube video. I created this knowledge in my head of who every musician was, who every band was, who their fans were, what they were saying on YouTube, so that my knowledge could never be questioned. I joined an online station, and I started a show on there. It's really embarrassing. If you ever get a chance, don't listen to it. Um, I challenged what women were, because at the time, I was watching, and like women would be wearing... PVC and they were often fetish models and like the men would be going oh, I remember when you released that album in 1994 I was actually there at that gig and I thought well that's really boring everything I'd learned about presenting before that is that's not what people always want to watch there's a time and a place for that so I brought something new and I, na- I made a name for myself more so with like the bands and the PRs And so it got to the point where PRs were offering me interviews that I had no place doing. These bands are way too big for the station I was on, and normally you wouldn't get time with them. But because they'd got to know me and they knew that I always cheered their bands up, I became the person that got all of those difficult interviews. And what I learned in this process, and the thing that I always tell people, is rock fans don't actually care. The industry does, and the gatekeepers do. But the fans, these guys, they're actually really happy to see a woman or a person of colour, and they just be like in the comments, go, oh my God, she knows her stuff. And that's what they wanted to see. But all of the people who have been doing it for years and have gatekeeped, they didn't really want me to be there. And I found that out when I got my first paid job in radio, and it was at Team Rock, and this team were absolutely amazing. Um, And there was quite a powerful team behind Team Rock, so you may have heard of it before. And because all of these higher-ups and the bosses and the money people decided that I'd just got it because I was the token, then I shouldn't get any budget. So I had zero PR. I was the only show with zero marketing budget. And I argued and I went through with my big boots and I went, come on, this isn't fair, this isn't right. And I was told, look, this is just the way it is. So what I did is I was like, right, okay, you've peed me off now. (laughs) I'm going to find a way around it. There's a theme to this. Um, I'm not a token. I know what I'm doing. So what I did is I started studying what had gone viral in the news. I started trying to figure out why stories went viral so that I could then start doing stories that went viral. And I did. I got in every single publication. I then looked at how to integrate social media, but not in the way radio traditionally does. I didn't just post, listen to me at this time, I'm on. I posted stuff that fitted on each platform and was native to each platform so that you could enjoy it there. But then it would create a sense of, this show is everywhere. This girl is everywhere. Who is she? What's she doing? And then I used beds on my show to create a divide because I was told I had to target 15 to 24 year olds and the station pretty much had people older than that so what I did is I used 
artists like Justin Bieber and Katy Perry, like songs that were huge in the charts at the time as my bed, which no rock presenter has ever done or done since in the history of rock. And so what happened on social, all the older fans would go, what is this? This is absolutely ridiculous. This girl doesn't know what she's talking about. Blah, 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 blah. She's a poser. And all the younger generation who actually don't care about listening to pop because they interchange, they were all like, shut up. This is Sophie K. She's really cool. And so I created this argument on social that meant that my show became even more viral and my followers were even more tribal. And I became the second most listened to show on the station, which the big gatekeepers did not like. But anyway, that station shut down and I went over to my dream. Kerrang Radio! I totally fit, right? That's, you can see the thing. Um, so I went to Kerrang and I took those same techniques over to Kerrang with me. And for the first time in my life, I really felt like I'd been hired for knowledge and not for skin colour. And that's what was really, really powerful for me. And they gave me a chance to be noticed. And you can tell I wasn't just a token to the fans because within two Rage Our books, I'd increased the audience by 150%, which was massive. So now I do the breakfast show on Kerrang. I'm also a voice on Hits Radio. I really freaked out Fleur East backstage doing that for her. Um, I'm on Absolute Radio. I've worked for loads of brands. These are the brands I'm currently working for, brands I've worked for in the past. Now, I have worked for a lot of brands, and people would look at this, and they look at me, and they go, you've overcome adversity. You are done. And what's weird is the further you get, the more you find and the more you discover and the more difficulties. And the things that I found today is, especially since the death of George Floyd, people in rock have gone, oh, crap. We haven't got any black people. Uh, who do we get? Let's just get Sophie Kate. And I can tell the difference between when someone's getting me in for my knowledge and my skill rather than what the skin color little box that I tick. And here's the thing. It will catch up because people say that I'm the unicorn, but I'm not. Because if you go over onto TikTok, the second most stream, streamed genre of music, I'm just going to repeat that, the second most streamed genre of music on TikTok is alt music. And none of these people here are white dudes. Absolutely none of them. And so what I've done, and I'm very proud to have created, is this space within media where these fans can be represented and where they can feel heard, where the bands get championed. They know that they can come to me for where I'm at. I also started a podcast. It's called On Wednesdays We Wear Black. It's the first podcast ever in rock to have women of colour, let alone two women and non, one non-binary person. And we talk, we talk about sex. Women aren't supposed to talk about sex and rock. That's for guys. Guys go, yeah, my dick. But girls can't say anything like that. Am I allowed to swear, by the way? I hope I am. It's not the breakfast show. It's not the breakfast show. Um, so that's going really well. And I have got a lot of coverage. But here's the thing. You may get tokenized in your career. And I think if there's any bosses watching this, they should question themselves, whether they're just thinking, oh, just get a black bum on a seat, or whether they're going, let's get talent. But if there's people who are up and coming and they know it's a hard industry, I think the thing you have to remember is that you can find your way around. You can use the fact that there's an open space to create space for yourself, and you can create space for others, which is the best feeling 
in the world, I can tell you that. So to anyone making it in this world, good luck to you. And, and I hope it goes well. And I hope you don't have to face half of the battles that I face. And I've only told you a fraction of them. That was Sophie Kay. Thanks to her and the Radio Academy for sharing the session with us. There are catch-up tickets for the Radio Festival still available if you want some really incisive analysis of the industry, including BBC Content Chief Charlotte Moore on her plans for audio and a new scheme for indies, Claudia Winkleman and Clara Ampho in conversation, plus some uh, radio geek talking about a youthquake in radio. All the details and how to watch the sessions are at radioacademy.org slash festival. My name is Matt Deegan. The media podcast is a Rethink Audio and PPM production. I'll see you next week for a regular episode. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.